1: Oh, sure. That's uh, always a conversation and, and blocking out the noise and, and just uh, being concerned with us right now and, and improving as an individual and then improving as a team. And so, yeah, we, uh, we don't focus or talk about you know where we're ranked or anything like that at all. We do expect, you know, we have the goal of winning the Pac-12. That's an expectation that we place on ourselves and that uh, is in place. But as far as where we're ranked uh, in the top 25 or where we're not ranked or where we are in the t- Pac-12 expected to finish, we, we pay no attention to that. There you go. That's Kyle Whittingham talking about expectations, man. Over the weekend, he insisted that he's not backing down from that comparison of 2019. The team that lost the first go- close game to SC and then blew through the rest of the South on the way to getting blown out in the conference final title game to the Oregon Ducks. We'll see what this team can do. They check in at 24. Alabama won and yeah, good, good for them. Yeah, pay for what you get, I guess. Uh Pac-12 with decent representation for whatever it means. You've got Utah at 24, the Sun Devils at 25, SC at 15, and Oregon at 11. I was surprised that Washington wasn't in there. I'm tham- This is going to be my mantra this season, that we're sleeping on the Huskies. We'll see if it turns out to be uh, true or not. If I'm way off, which wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last time. But those are the rankings that came out. Give us something to talk about. BYU, among others, receiving votes. Have an opportunity there to get in quickly if they take care of business. They start 2-0. and My guess is that BYU will be in the top 25. And Utah would fall out of the top 25 because that second game is between the two teams. For the last time since 2024. If not now, when? Still have... Three weeks or so, Uh, August uh, 17th today. Excited for that game, excited for the season to get started. Some quarterback news, Ohio State redshirt freshman C.J. Stroud. He's got some separation in that quarterback room. Scotty on that, uh, I would go over there and put kids on the phone for them. I'm I'm now a lackey for their show. and uh, Sweet. my, my, My job description is put... Utah players on the phone for that show now. Uh, he talked about the tight end room. The tight end room they got. The room. <laughs> the quarterback room in Ohio State Did had some separation. Up immediately? Did you
2: hang up the phone immediately?
1: No, I didn't hear it. I mean, I, I was actually doing interviews while uh, Dalton Kincaid was on the telephone, my telephone, using them... Uh, talking to them, uh, he said the the, the room. And then you got to get separation. That's the key: separation and room. Those are two critical words in football these days. So he's separated himself, according to head coach Ryan Day. And the battle is between Stroud and you got fellow redshirt freshman Jack Miller, who's from the Phoenix area. Another kid that got away. And then true, not false, but true, first year freshman. Kyle McCord, Quinn Evers. He's an early enrollee who skipped his last year of high school. And speaking of quarterback news, we've got University of Colorado. They have a quarterback. Shroud, who has got a significant knee injury, they're saying Calgary was talking about that. Uh, and that would be Redshirt freshman Brendan Lewis is the starter right now. They were neck and neck, Carl Durrell said, using the same terms that Kyle used on Saturday. Neck and neck. So, Lewis doesn't have much experience for the Buffaloes. We'll see how that plays out. Now, of course, he'll have, if the season plays out, he'll have plenty of experience by the time we get to the huge rivalry game between Utah and Colorado, the legendary battle of whatever the hell they call it between those two teams. College football heating up for sure. Taking advantage of it. BYU today doing some Zoom stuff again. Zoom all week. Well, three times. It used to be in my day, and I'm an old timer now. Back in the day when I worked for the watchdog. Media availability every day during fall camp, which is actually training camp. I don't consider August fall. Uh, at no point does it even hit fall it comes up a month yeah. short of fall as a september 21st <laughs> is technically when fall yeah. begins yeah so it comes i call it training camp august training camp as fall we all camp should. yeah it's, uh, i'm gonna start calling thanksgiving christmas and halloween thanksgiving it's a month shy of having to be in there Uh oh i just I got a. I just got a text i didn't silence my phone i'm guessing it's from scotty let me see oh no lloyd <laughs> Just having fun. I'm not even going to read it. Come on, relax. Don't get excited. I'm sure they're they're getting on me because I said I'm a lackey now to put guys on the phone for them. So take it easy. More than willing to do it. The, the one thing about PK, he's the ultimate team player. So uh, should I even read it? Yaki, see what he says. Is he going to get on me? Because I think he is. It has a bad word.
2: Let's not read it.
1: <laughs> oh, if it has a bad word? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're the best. And he spelled your wrong. Come on. Nice. Ah. Well, that U of U education. All right. That's college football right here on 97.5. Joe Haney the Zone. <laughs> Hashtag NFL. Alex Smith joining ESPN. Sure. Why not? Stay close to the game. Excited to see what he can do. Now, some guys you never know. Because... A lot of you jocks, they like to get into cliches. we got to jump on them early, that type of thing, and that's a big thing that they like. So if he's not going to be cliche-ridden, then I'm all for it. Obviously a smart dude. See what he can bring. We'll have a cougar and a ute. Maybe they can team up, because Steve Young's on that show, or on that network anyway, as an NFL analyst. I don't know what show he's going to be involved in. So, saying multiple roles. I'm not going to call them the worldwide leader. That's a self-appointed term. They're not. In fact, if anything, their influence has greatly been reduced since they tagged themselves with that. They're ESPN. I'm just going to leave it at that. What we got with Mahomes here? His signature show, the Mahomes One Impact FLX, we released. Signature shoe, not show. We got show here, buddy. Signature shoe. Going to be released by Adidas. You know what Adidas stands for? All day I dream about soccer. I'm not
2: surprised. <laughs> That's one of the rumored terms, is what it stands for.
1: No, yeah, between you and. We didn't do the updates and we didn't hit RSL yesterday. It was a glorious day. <laughs> I'm back, so. Uh, let me see. Do you have it on this list? Because if you do, I'm in charge of it. We ain't talking about it. So he's gonna have a signature. I'm gonna rush out and buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Cam Newton telling the media that Bill Jel- Belichick has not told him who's gonna be the starting quarterback. And that would be something if they started Mac Jones if four or five rookies started. I don't think Trey Lance is gonna start. He looked okay the other day. I don't know. You think he's gonna start? I don't think he's gonna start. The Niners have been insisting that Jimmy G is the guy. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We know that Zachy's going to start. Yes. We know sense. that Trevor Lawrence is going to start. Well, if you believe Irvin Meyer, there's an actual battle. Okay, yeah, he there. did say that. You're right, yeah, between uh, Lawrence and Minshew. Uh, but I still think that Lawrence is going to start. I think that maybe Urban's playing a little head games there. I don't think there's any question, obviously, that Zach Wilson's going to start. Can Mac Jones start? Uh, what about Fields in Chicago? You know, they had acquired Dalton, said that he was going to be the starter. Uh, you wonder why. I mean, they made that announcement long before fall camp started in July uh, for the Bears. So we'll see. Uh, my, I would think that Newton would start, but yeah, I'm not close to the situation. What do I know there? I, I would give Newton an opportunity. I still I don't believe in him as much as I used to. I thought that. He'd be okay last year. I think he was a little less than okay. But it was a funky season. A bunch of guys dropped, opted out and all that stuff. Let's see what he can do this year before we bury him and say that his career as a full-time starter in the NFL is gone. But maybe it comes to that. With 17 games, we'll have plenty of time to see as we get started. The season's starting on September 12th for the Dolphins. Excited, certainly for excited. And I got an email from DirecTV. TV. said they're giving, me, they're giving me the Sunday package. Yeah. Sweet. Please don't fire us. Oh, is that what it is?
2: I don't know. I just...
1: I mean, I haven't had DirecTV for a long, long time. That's nice them, though.
2: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed it last year, and uh, they gave it to me. My wife had an issue with them, and they gave it to us as some form of compensation. This year, they just sent us an email. According to what she told me, she looks at that stuff, said that they said they would give it to us, and yeah, then I can pick and choose which games I want to watch. We just go back and forth. Sundays will be fun in my household for sure. One day after he was released by the Detroit Lions, Alex Brown was charged in connection with a non-fatal car accident but also injured in his teammate, Charlie Timanapu. That's as close as I'm going to get. The cornerback had been reckless driving, allegedly. He expected to be arraigned today. Falcons, their team is fully vaccinated. Right on, 100%. Vax to the max. That's what I'm calling it. They are vaxxed to the maxed. Good for them. All right. That's your NFL 97.5, 12.80, the zone.
0: Hashtag Utah Jazz.
1: The Jazz Summer League team is closing it up today. They play the Philadelphia 76ers, such as they are, at 1.30, final game of the Summer League, and then they shut it down. Now that game is available on ESPN3 and, of course, NBA television, I'll probably watch some of that this afternoon. BYU's got their Zoom call at 12.45, lead right into it. Give me something to do, work-wise, in this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, so, I suspect we'll see Azabuke play well again. He's done well. And Forrest, I said yesterday, I was telling Lloyd sitting in for you, Yacht, that I'm excited to see what Hughes can do. Because I know we had Jim Boeheim on. Bayheim thought he was an NBA player. He didn't get much of a chance last year. I don't know how much of a chance he's going to get this year, but this might be the last time we see him play more than a scattered minutes here and there. So they close up Summer League. It's done. They're not eligible for this, the title thing. What are they, 3-1 and one now? So they guaranteed five games, and this is the fifth game. Correct, yeah. They're in yeah. the consolation bracket officially. Yeah. Maybe they can win the bronze. <laughs> Maybe so. Huh? Right, come on, man. Bronze means something to some people around here. Better than, what do you get when you're fourth? You get nothing. You shut out. Some of the action, and then we'll see about uh, what happens from there. The NBA goes quiet for a little bit. Speaking of the NBA, let's get to that right now.
0: Hashtag NBA.
1: The NBA, man, the Celtics are going to pay Marcus Smart four years, $77 million contract extension. Wow. Wow. That's just... I mean, he's okay. I'll give it to you. He's okay. Tough guy. Plays good defense. Not necessarily a good shooter. But $77 million to be an average guy in the league. Stick around. He's been in the league since 2014. Man, that is just life-altering money forever. And in the NBA, unless something happens there, all of that is guaranteed. Wow. Reports are the Sixers closing in on a four-year, $196 million Supermax contract for Joel Embiid. Joel. Good old Joel. Or Joel, as they call him. Embiid. Man. Wow. Now, he's already making $65 million over the final two years of his current deal. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, man. The amount of money that these guys make. And I'm supposed to get excited about winning and losing?
2: <laughs> One interesting note on that is this new contract doesn't have provisions in it to let the team out of any deal if he suffers another foot injury or a back injury he's dealt with previously. The Other ones well, have yeah. had those
1: outs. I mean, they played 72 games. He played 51. I mean, that's who Embiid is. Yeah, but... It, He'll have load management next to his name in October. I
2: was going to say, it's coming. So,
1: I mean, it's... That's exactly who he is. He's the anti-Carl Malone. And Carl Malone, 82, 82, 82, 82. Joel Embiid, 51, 61, 65. I mean, you know it's coming, it will happen. And For, for you who wonder why I, I don't get caught up in the final score: 65 million on a deal, and he's signing a $196 million deal. I mean, I'm not good at math, but that's over $250 million to play basketball. Wow. Man. <laughs> I'm surprised these guys worry about winning and losing, actually. I give them credit for actually caring. Because when you're getting that kind of cash, uh, man, good for them, though. They do care about it, and they do work hard at it. That's that's good. Great. I'm excited for them to to do that. And when they get in the playoffs, the money, when the ball goes up, it isn't about the money. Yeah. I don't know that I could do that. To me, when the ball goes up and when it comes down, I'm richer for when, it, when when the ball goes up. By the time it comes down, I've made more money in that split second. Uh, and good for them, man. They are competitive and they want to win. And that's what makes it fun for me is having them want to win. The fact that we have winners and losers, that's good enough for me to watch, to watch them compete. I don't necessarily care who does the winning or losing but I like enjoy. I enjoy watching people, man, woman, doesn't matter who it is, compete to win, knowing that there's losses. I mean, in the Olympic deal, when Canada won, you know, the, girl, the ladies' soccer, and uh, Sweden, they lost. I mean, the Swedish gals were just visibly distraught, and of course, the Canadian gals were going crazy, and that was fun. That was fun to watch. We we're watching it during the show. Actually, it was a couple of Fridays ago. And it went to penalty kicks. A crazy way to end the game, but I certainly enjoy it as a fan. All right, that's your NBA right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone.
0: Hashtag Major League Baseball.
1: Big League Baseball. Yankees get Garrett Cole back from COVID-19, and he goes on to strike out nine. He's watching some of that game. The Angels lose 2-1. to one. Cole probably the best pitcher in the American League, eleven and six on the season. Giants continue to win. That was on the MLB Network. Chris Bryant acquired from the Cubs here a few uh, days ago. Homer twice as they came from behind, maintaining their lead in the NL West. Dodgers beat the Pirates. Uh, Max Muncie and Billy McKinney hit home runs, and that's all she wrote. Now that uh, who was the pitcher for the Dodgers? Because oh Jackson. He pitched it to you, right? He started. Didn't he start? i got to double-check that. Uh, I thought that that was going to be the game on MLB Network, but it ended up being uh, the Giants. I mean, they'd have been advertised. I don't know how that works. The Snig Dog would know that, but I don't know that. It seemed like they were advertising the Giants or the uh, Pirates and Dodgers all day long as I was watching MLB yesterday afternoon, and then they went ahead with the other game, the dodgers and not Dodgers weren't shown, it was the Giants and the Mets. But yeah, Jackson got, oh, he didn't start. I know what they did. They had their real, how do you say his name, just pitched an inning as, Oh, we did this. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But Tampa is done. Right. And then they brought in Jackson, who did, I think he pitched at the University of I know he did. Andre Jackson. So he goes the next four innings. Uh, and only gave up two. He's a Pirates. Pirates aren't very good. But he only gave up two hits. Walked four. That was not good. Struck out five. That was good. But, yeah, he gave him four solid innings for them. He didn't get the win because they didn't score until uh, they hit a home run in the seventh. They hit a home run in the eighth. So when he left, the game was, uh, was tied. 0-0. Zero, zero. So good for him. Andre Jackson, former U of U pitcher making his Major League debut, I think it was, is what they were talking about, according to the MLB Network thing, when they would do the cut-ins. Excited for them. Padres lost. They got back uh, tatiste on Sunday and then went to Colorado yesterday and lost. Bees won. Four pitchers combined to throw a two-hitter as they blanked the Sacramento Rivercats. Six-zip. They got the series finale tonight at 6.35, of course, at, of course at Smith's Ballpark. Padres pick up Jake Arrieta. Now, he just got shelled the other night for the Cubs. He was 5-11 and with a six eight eight ERA. But the Padres are losing starting pitching left and right, man. Left-handers, right-handers, ambidextrous guys. It doesn't matter. They're trying to stay in the race. Yeah, wow, man. And they got the Reds healthy. breathing right down their necks. I think the Reds are only like about a half game back as they just polarized the Cubs last night. Joey Votto got his 2,000th hit. Speaking of Canadians... Bato 2000. He's been a fixture there at first base for the Cincinnati Reds for a long time. And speaking of the Cubs and the Reds, they are announced to be the teams that will play in Dyersville, Iowa next year. The Field of Dreams 2022. Man, that's going to be tough because that was such a smashing success to follow that up. But I guess you got to try. I think maybe they should do a thing that where It'll take a while to get through. I don't haven't heard them announce it, but maybe they can do a thing where everybody can play there. They can have turns, uh, Cubs and uh, Reds close, relatively speaking, uh, to where uh, they only have 8,500 or so, so they'll probably sell out. There's a bunch of people who are saying that this should be the White Sox at all
2: times, considering Phil of Dreams is yeah, exactly with that franchise. Exactly,
1: yeah, exactly. And they did look cool in those old school uniforms and start a guy like Lance Lynn who looked like he's a throwback dude <laughs> yeah. big husky dude with a beard. Yep. Look like he's from the early uh 1900s there right yeah he really did i mean i thought he was a character from the uh, cosner and lance lynn if i didn't know who lance lynn looked like i would have thought he would have been one of those guys who was uh on the field at that time in the movie so good for that one it's funny how movies stick some movies become cult favorites for years and years and i think phil james is in that category but it's got to be a good movie too We should talk about that. Save that for next summer. Which movies are cult movies that you talk about years after their release? Like, for instance, why do people make a big deal about the Brady Bunch? I I don't get it. I I don't understand. Why do we we talk about the Brady Bunch all these years later? And they have cast reunions. Who cares? I was not a Brady Bunch guy. But some, some things stick. And they stay for really forever and we'll see if that's the case field of dreams will in the field of dreams field and the game that they used that they played there was a hit uh, what was it last week and we'll see what happens in the coming years all right there you go that is what's trending coming up man that's something we need to talk about who's going to start a quarterback in new orleans is it going to be the former cougar the undrafted one is he going to be the ultimate success story to go from undrafted Taysom Hill to start? And if he starts, that'd be two Cougars. That gone program, independent, that goes seven and six every year. But when they have the cream puff schedule, they manage to win eleven ball games and don't beat anybody. You know that program that nobody talks about. gone program, yeah. Yes. That in-state team. Can they have two starters in the NFL at quarterback? Can you believe it? We'll have Ross Jackson, host of Locked On Saints and Locked On the NFL podcast, joining us in about an hour and a half. We got the Monsonian Institute jazz lover Gordon Monson, <laughs> jazz lover among other things. Oh, you listen to their show? Yeah, uh, you know they, him and Jake. They love the jazz. They love themselves some jazz, man. This next season's going to be. Are you trying it. to get him to hang up on me when I call? I'm him. trying to get him to. I mean, I listen to their show. And they're very, very optimistic about them. And for good reason. We'll join us in about half hour. Stay with us. PK flying solo today. Need your help. Need your listenership to get me through this morning. Whatever gets you through the morning is all right. It's all right with me. Stay with us. 97.5-1280 The Zone.
0: Best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
1: DJ and PK in the Morning is proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. And I am proud to be representing this company here on this morning radio station, which we've been doing for a long time. David James Stingledorf is out on a soccer retreat. Is that what we're calling it, a soccer
2: retreat? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, you got to get geared up for the start of the second half. (laughs) I've heard of Endless Summer with RSL and this MLS. It's Endless Season. These things started in April, and here we are in August, the second half. Yeah, he's on a soccer retreat. He'll be back from his nil-nil vacation, coming back tomorrow. But for now, it's just PK and the Yachtster. I was thinking about this. Is BYU, that woebegone football program, going <laughs> to have two we'll starting <laughs> quarterbacks in the NFL? Two starting quarterbacks in the NFL, man. That says something. Are there any teams that got two starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now? I think there are. There are. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, yes. We got Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Both those kids are transfers, interestingly. Sure. And did they play? Well, Murray, I think uh, sat out because he transferred. I think Baker but Baker Mayfield only there one season. He sat out off? too, though. Did he sit out? And then you had well, Jalen Hurts did not sit out. He came over to Oklahoma. Now we look at him from Alabama. So either way, if you can if you attribute him to Oklahoma or Alabama, then that's multiples. Oklahoma already has it, but Tua Tagovailoa down there in Miami, if you consider Hurts an Alabama kid, how would you play that? That gets a little confusing there since he played for both programs. But that's big time, man. If you're putting BYU in the same breath as Oklahoma, holy cow. And then Wentz. Is he going to be back? Is he a starting quarterback?
2: Well, if he's healthy. But he's going to be back, right? At some he's not point. out for the season. No, it was five to 12 weeks. Yeah. The reports were last week that he was progressing faster than expected and right. should be available early. Right. So you got
1: that going on. So there's a few because uh, where did he go? North Dakota State. And where did Trey Lance go? North Dakota State. So how about that? If he ends up being a starter if now.
2: NDSU Yeah, is.
1: we'll have to see if uh, he'll be a starter at some point. Oh, yeah. Whether Wentz will be a starter at the same time could possibly remain to be seen. But if you're drafting. What did they draft Lance? Fifth? He was fifth. Yeah. No, he was third overall. He was Sorry. Third. So they went yeah. three quarterbacks went right off the yeah, bat. One, yeah, one, two, that's three. What so, yeah. So, I mean, Lance is going to play, and he's going to start. And then you got uh, Clemson. With Trevor Lawrence, I still believe he's going to start down there in Jacksonville. And I don't know what's going to happen to Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Yeah.
2: He was um, a starting quarterback. Well,
1: his talent would indicate that he's a starting quarterback. Yeah. I would think. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure anybody uh, can argue that uh, as far as that goes. So, anybody else? Are you missing any other teams? Uh, starting quarterbacks in the NFL?
2: 32 teams that's running through different schools in my mind, but I think you've nailed the, I
1: guess, ones that would have multiples. And the Cougars are going to be there? Is is our man Taysom Hill going to start? We'll get the lowdown. Sort of a, I mean, it's not conclusive. Sean Payton after the game, it's just one preseason, but they only have three, saying he didn't want to talk about it. And let's see. That's kind of cool that the Utes and Aggies have quarterbacks in the NFL. Jordan Love and Tyler Huntley. How about that? He's an undrafted kid. Now, Love, we know, was moved up as far as the first round with the Packers being uh, the team that selected him. We'll see about that. What do you think? Put the question up on face Facebook. How is it possible that BYU could have two starting quarterbacks in the NFL in the independent era? This is not in the glory days when they were rolling out eleven and ones every year, and McMahon and Young were going to the NFL, as were the people before him. Them, I should say, with Wilson and uh, who else? Somebody else. Who am I missing? Nielsen. I say Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah. Virgil Carter. And when they were quarterback, you. Is this the return of quarterback you now? And there was a little blip in there between uh, Hill and Wilson. I don't think that they were teammates. They didn't play together, did they? They did not. No. Mangum got a run there before they decided to go midway through Wilson's freshman season as the starter. And then he took over for the next two and a half years. Sophomore year had a bunch of injuries, though, which actually I think could benefit the Cougars now in retrospect. It worked out pretty good for BYU in a sense with having Wilson be injured. Now, maybe he cost him some games, uh, but he couldn't have gone much higher. In fact, he couldn't have gone higher in the draft because since his freshman year, Trevor Lawrence was always going to go number one. So the highest you were going to be able to go was number two because Wilson was the assumed number one for three years until he became eligible for the draft. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So Zach Wilson went as high as he could possibly go, and so he sat out with some injuries. What was it, a thumb injury that freshman or sophomore season? And that allowed Romney and Hall to get some experience that the Cougars obviously hope will pay off this coming season. So they're not starting completely and totally from scratch. Each of these kids has starting experience. And then Wilson kicked butt, but it was all scheduled last year. I mean, everybody knows he wouldn't have had that kind of season. I don't even think he would have been drafted if it wasn't for COVID. I mean, you got Biden and Zach Wilson that really need to be grateful for COVID, right? Both those people got in, they won. Just kidding. Relax, having fun with it. It's a morning show. DJ says to be fun, be light, don't be nasty, don't be mean. People are going to work. They want to enjoy themselves. I got 20 years of him lecturing me. And let me tell you, now that he's not here to interrupt me...
2: <laughs> Please, I need, I need another one to say that I can play back at any
1: time. If you want to comment on the manifesto, go back and listen to Jake Scott yesterday. You were out sick. You had food poisoning, which Lloyd Cole told me Michael Jordan had food poisoning, and we saw what he did, and Jake had food poisoning and had to be out for three days. So, I'm just saying. Three days. Well, you got it on Friday, didn't you? You had Saturday, Sunday, Monday?
2: I got it Sunday, but oh, okay. Oh, okay,
1: okay. So, I mean, Yak is certainly not MJ. And MJ would let you know that you're not him. I mean, he let Brian Russell know. Oh, he'll <laughs> let anybody know that. <laughs> so, just having fun. But, how about that? I think it's cool. I think it's, for, especially in, in the independent era where BYU is not on the mindset So put that up on Facebook. And what DJ does is read Facebook questions, but he's on a soccer retreat today. Liberals are in the White House, and no one is batting an eye at all the crises they are making. So, yeah, anything is possible. Perry, going political. I didn't bring up politics in this. Come on. Why would you do that? And Kevin, way to turn this political, Perry. Yeah, I'm of the DJ mindset. You want politics? You got plenty of other shows to go to. We're not coming here. I mean, who cares what I have to say politically? Who barely cares what I have to say sports wise, let alone politically? Why would I delve into that? I don't have a clue about any of that stuff anyway. Just people yakking. It won't happen, Doug says. Hill will not be the starter. Neither will Winston. Hello, FA. Who's FA? Free agent? One of these two is going to be the starter in New Orleans, right? We're less than a month away from the start of the season now. It's either going to be one of the two. Is it going to be Hill or is it going to be Winston? I'm pulling for Hill, local kid, another story. Chris says to Doug, well, it's a little late to bring in a free agent at this point unless it's Breeze. Call him the Breeze. Bring back Drew. I don't think that's going to happen. Say Drew's getting fitted for suits because he's going to be on TV. Steve Toon, look at the quarterback position as a whole in the NFL. Only a handful of good ones. All right, well, how do we know that Taysom Hill is not going to be a good one? Why are we ruling that out? We'll rule that out? Let's see. Jason, quarterback you is back. Is that true? Uh, Ryan says, as a gadget QB, sure. Is Taysom Hill the best gadget QB in the NFL? (laughs) What's a gadget QB? (laughs) Oh, the rivalry. Yeah, that in-state game. Oh, yeah, the in-state game. Come on. You put something out there and Utes and Cougars go at it. One of the greatest rivalries in college football. Winston threw 30 interceptions, Chris said, the last time he played for a full season. Hill won't turn the ball over that many times. Oh, yeah, we have to have Sniggy. He loves me. He latches onto a stat. 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Yeah, good thing I don't take a drink every time he says that. He plastered by 8 o'clock. 30-30 season. (laughs) Uh, Scotty, good for them. As an avid BYU hater and troll, these were decent kids, and I wish them the best. All right, Scotty. Way to take the high road. Can you do that after the fact? That's the one thing I wonder with this robbery. When I first got here, you know, I really had no idea 28 years ago. Hard to believe. I really had no idea the intensity and the passion of the robbery. I mean, I knew the schools were close in the same city because I had spent very little time. I had driven through a couple of times uh, in this community, but that that's about it. And, you know, you saw BYU on television. Seemed like they'd been on TV. The time I got here, they'd been on TV for at least 10 years consistently. Utah, not so much. I don't recall ever seeing them on television. Maybe I did, but nothing stood out. As far as that went, whereas BYU, there were plenty of things that stood out with them on television and you knew who their quarterbacks were. Right. They had had a name going forward and obviously Detmer had won the Heisman a couple of years earlier by the time I had gotten there. So you certainly knew of uh, who their quarterbacks were and their prolific offense and they were fun to watch. And it did seem like they're on television, but that was the extent. And one thing I did not know is the vitriol between the teams, or the fans of the teams, I should say. And working at the Watchdog, uh, my experience over there, at least in the sports room, uh, I don't know if it was dominant, but it seems that majority were Ute fans. And one of the things, one of the guys who thought he was, I won't mention his name, but he just thought he was just above everybody else and thought he was so much better than everybody else, uh, I remember he was on the desk, and he wrote about Sean Bradley. He was covering the NBA, and he wrote, The BYU dropout. Oh, come on, man. I mean, you, you're you're covering basketball, and that was your shot at BYU. The BYU dropout. That's how he second-referenced Sean Bradley. As if we went and saw everybody to make sure they got their diploma or not. Because if you didn't get your diploma, then you were a dropout. Right? Right? Larry Miller, the U of U dropout. I mean, we would never think to phrase him that. But the point I'm making is even as he was covering the NBA, he still hated BYU. And he used to root against Steve Young in the NFL. And I thought, wow, man. That means you really, really hate those guys. That just opened my eyes to the rivalry, the BYU dropout on second reference. Of all things. Uh, and that really... That shocked me. I mean, is too strong of a word. In the sports term, it shocked me, I guess. So, the hatred that extends into guys when they go into the professional ranks that you root against them. Has that lessened since the teams are not even playing each other anymore every single season? They won't for the next two years after this? Is there that much hatred... For Brady Christensen or Zach Wilson. You'd fans, let me know. Get on our app. Are you going to root for Zach Wilson to fail in the NFL? Are you going to root for Taysom Hill to fail? And Cougar fans, could you possibly root against Tyler Hunley to fail in the NFL? Now he did say they're so poo poo. Who can forget that? They so poo poo? <laughs> But did you root against Alex Smith or did you not enjoy his incredible comeback from what they say was potentially a life threatening injury? And he comes back to get back We're never going to lose it, though. They, they so poo poo. <laughs> y'all, y'all can tweet that. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> We're never going to lose it, though. They, they so poo poo. <laughs> Y'all can, tweet, y'all can tweet that. <laughs> Stay with me. Let me know, man. Get on our app. Do you hate guys when they go in the NFL from the respective schools? Is it going to that level? Because when I got here in the 90s, that really surprised me. I, I, I just did, didn't happen in L.A. that much. Uh, not that I'm aware of in Arizona. Oh, when they were gone, they were gone, and whatever happened would happen. Are you rooting against these dudes? Stay with us. We'll get to that next, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.
0: This 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 is Hans Olson and Scotty G. It's what you want. You know, I was babysat until eighth grade. Dolores Arnold used to babysit me every day after school. And Dolores? her husband, yeah,
2: look how he got like two hundred twenty <laughs> pound eighth grade hands. <laughs> well, can we not focus we... on that? You fucking like, like hey right, Dolores, hi hands. I think it's funny the thought of a eighth grade Hans Olsen probably pushing two bills, <laughs> sitting in and being babysat. You guys, let me know when you're done <laughs> so I can finish my story else will about Dolores. Anyways, her husband Don liked Mash. Sit next to Don on the couch watching
0: Mash. <laughs> hey <laughs> Don, can... can I borrow your shaver? <laughs> Catch hands and Scotty every day. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy Dealers. Yes. On 975-1280 the Zone. And the Zone Sports
2: Network. For me, I, I root for everybody from Utah. I mean, During the rivalry, you can hate who you like, but you should be rooting for Utah people in
1: general out and about in every facet of of life. There you go, man. How about that? I'll tell you about the 60 and 60. The top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down at the start of the college football season. It's the top 60 and 60, and it's presented by Cypress Credit Union, Icon Health and Fitness, here on the Zone Sports Network. My pick would be Devin Lloyd for number one. We'll see what happens there. Uh, what are they in the teens by now? Uh, I believe yeah, somewhere around like 15 yeah, or 16. Yeah. So uh, another 10 players or so. We'll start getting down to the nitty gritty as far as that goes. All right. Who was that on the app? It came in with Mormon Guy 17 as the name. Mormon Guy 17. Correct. I don't know I what think. that means. Mormon Guy 17. I believe he is Mormon. Is he 17 years old? I don't know. Or... I don't know. I don't know what the 17 means. I guess we'd have to see who the 15th and 18th are and the 16th. Mormon Guide 17 says he roots for everybody in the state. We should be rooting for the state of Utah. Can you, St. Cougars, bring yourselves to do that once these players leave and go on? How about for Zach Wilson, though? I mean, he truly is a state of Utah kid all the way through when you think about it, man, right? I don't know if he was born here, but apparently he was raised here. Obviously went to high school here and stayed local. Yeah, he's going to get an extra dose of fandom from me. Because he chose to stay local. And everybody knows a Sundell fan from me that will be gone. Law-breaking school. His football program is in shambles right now. You should beat them by no less than 30 In October, That would be a big-time upset if the Sun Devils, I mean, I don't even know if they'll have five coaches on the team by then. Who will be coaching? Danny White? When we get to that point? They've got assistants dropping left and right, and then their best defensive lineman out for the season, they're saying, with a tricep injury? Oh, man. Find a way to win two or three games and call it good and regroup and And get rid of all these lawbreakers and cheaters and malcontents and marauders of youth and get some people who are going to be upstanding into that program. So, with that in mind there, man, you know, for me, I've talked about how kids from Arizona in droves leave. I mean, they are... The funny thing is that Arizona is a border state, and we know we got people flooding in to the state, as all border states are, if you believe the news. They're just flooding in because the borders are open. Well, when it comes to football in Arizona, they're flooding out because the borders are open. So for everyone that comes across down in Nogales, they've got a Division One player who leaves the border. So it's kind of a wash in terms of population. You know what I'm saying you got all these people that are coming in and then you got all these football players that are leaving mass exodus mass migration in mass migration out so if there's a player from the state who stays and puts on the maroon and gold I root for them even more and can you feel that way with Zach Wilson? Because let's face it, they talk a good game, the coaches do in our state, about, yeah, recruiting in-state, it's our number one priority. Okay, it might be, but it's not the number one priority of the top kids to stay in-state. Those are just facts. And you can't argue with facts. One thing I've said, I've told my children, you can't argue with facts. I've told Yun Yock. As we've nurtured him in his 20s, now in his 30s, and he's become a young father. Tell your children, you can't argue with facts. And that's what we're having. The top players consistently, and here's where DJ would rush to 24-7 on the internet and get the recruiting rankings. But I don't do that. Because he loves himself some facts. As he's gone. He'll be back tomorrow from a soccer retreat all fresh up, and coming back from the pitch, and the box, and the seven, is 17, isn't there something in soccer at 17, or is it 16, at the 16, at the 17, isn't there some phrase there, you said Mormon at 17, at, at the 18, oh it's so close man, I don't even know what the crap that means, the 18 but, yard box, yeah, at the 18, and you gotta say like, you know, hey you know what you're talking about man. You know, that's so dope, man. You know you know what I mean, man. Right? Let's keep it. Keep it. You got time. Kids got time these days. They know what I'm talking about. So with that in mind, man, Zach Wilson, he's going to be my hero when he blows up and wins the AFC Rookie of the Year. And I'm going to root for him even more because he stayed local. And the facts are some of the best players usually leave this state. And we can recite them on and on. And here's the number two pick. The highest pick of any kid in state. Has anybody gone number one? I realize Smith did, but I'm talking about kids who played high school ball here. I do not believe so. Has there ever ever been number one? Bogut went number one. He's from Australia. Just here two years. Van Horn, at least he stayed here for four years. He went number two in the uh, NBA draft. I think in 97, was it? long time ago. Time's getting away from you, people. Getting away from all of us. All right, what do you think on that? Can you find it in your heart, Ute fans, to root for Wilson? Because he's sort of a, he's an adjunct Ute, is he not? He's a quasi-Ute, is he not? They had to redecorate their uh, basement with Ute gear. Put up Cougar gear. They're Cougars now. They got another son, Josh, playing there, linebacker for the Cougars, as the Utes continue to thumb their nose at the Wilson family. And a younger quarterback who didn't even start—they've already offered him. Right? He's just a sophomore. Yep. As Corner Canyon put, uh, well, they put seventy-two on Farmington.
2: Yeah, seventy-two past Farmington.
1: But I understand they had two defensive scores. Correct, but so the around- offense was a little crappy. Only scored fifty-eight.
2: Yeah, but he had eight touchdowns in the first half or
1: something. Yeah, yeah. And as I understand, they uh, took the air out of the ball in the second half. Played the JV defense coordinator, touting his defensive acumen. Come on, man, that's got to be the easiest job in the history of football. All right, we got the Monsonian man coming up next. We'll find out why he loves the Jazz so much. Stay with us. Ninety-seven-five, twelve eighty, the zone.